What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode number 538 of the Smart Out Moment Smack Talk Podcast's Hot Tags of the Week. We're going to break down some of the stuff that's happened in the world of pro wrestling over the past few days. Talk about what we feel like talking about, at least in, the, you know, in this kind of headspace. I'm Tony Mango. I've got with me Robert E. Felice. Hey, Tony. How you feeling? I'm clearing my throat a little bit here. I don't know why. For some reason, in the past couple minutes, I'm just... Uh, <clears throat> Needing to uh, do a little da 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 if anybody gets it. If you do get it. <laughs> Speaking of songs, by the way, here's a good little transition. Shout out to Peter for his uh, latest album, which includes uh, track number eight on there is Cowboy, to, who's not on the podcast joining us today because we're recording a little bit ahead of time. But Cowboy Cal and Wiggins, yeehaw. <laughs> Yeehaw, indeed. Uh, Petey, you know, Petey is the best guy we know. Look look how nice he is. He wrote a song about our Callum. I'm referenced in that 90s song. He's got a song about The Undertaker called 30 Years of Death. I don't know if it's better or worse than 30 Years of Life because I ain't 30 yet. Tony, how do you feel about that? I, I hate being heading towards 35. <laughs> Not a fan of it. <laughs> oh, there you go. 30 years of death sounds uh, the way that I feel. <laughs> I'm going to actually, I'll link um, uh, Peter's yeah, link thing in the chat. Uh, not in the chat. We don't have a live chat going on right now. We have uh, the description below. Yeah, I'll have that go. in there. So right. shout out to Peter for that. Um, and, you know, if you're clicking on that and whatever, you're on YouTube then. And if you are on YouTube, leave a comment. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Unless you're already subscribed, then don't unsubscribe. That would be mean. And uh, hit the share button. Pass this along. Hit the thanks button to toss a little bit of a tip jar money our way. Click the uh, join button as well. It's the same thing as the Patreon. So if you get access to the members-only content like the Dark Casts and the Pick Your Poison tier. Or if you just want to toss a dollar our way because that helps us keep the lights on here. Keep all that in mind. While we're just getting plugs out of the way, T Public and Redbubble. There you go. We'll do a Manscaped thing later on. Not going to hit you too much with all this ahead of time. But to be perfectly honest, there isn't a whole lot of hot tags going on right now. Uh, we are recording this on Thursday afternoon. We usually do this either Friday afternoon or Friday night. But this week was pretty much one of those, oh, last week everything happened kind of deals. And let me just say, <laughs> it's about damn time. Like the wrestling world has been just bombarded with. Bam, bam, bam. It was nice to get out of dynamite and go, you know what? No Bigelows? Yeah, yeah, no Bigelows, <laughs> just bam, bam. And it was nice to just go, hey, there wasn't a lot of breaking news type stuff. I actually did not watch Dynamite yet. I was I usually recorded, then I watch it a little bit later on Wednesday night just to be able to skip through the commercials and everything. But... <clears throat> Last night was one of those nights where I was just kind of like, I'm fucking tired. I'm just going to watch it tomorrow. And then that's today, and we're doing the podcast, so I haven't watched it yet. But I did check up the results. I saw that it didn't seem like a whole lot of things really happened for the most part. The only thing that caught my attention was we have the Blackpool Combat Club is seemingly the name of John Moxley, Brian oh, Danielson. Oh, Moxley, Moxley just spit it out. I don't know if that was like intentional. It's a cool like, name. It's a great name, and... It's cool that Moxley and Daniel Sid and Regal are a unit now. I was watching with my friend and I'm like, do you ever think you'd see this? Like, AEW just has these weird moments where it's like, that doesn't feel like it should be a thing. But it's a thing and that's cool. Yeah, I like the name. I've liked this group, of course. And I'm curious to see what happens in the future. But for the rest of like the TV talk side of things... I mean, we went through NXT when we did our NXT breakdown for Stand and Deliver. The Raw stuff, I mean, what is there really to talk about that we haven't already talked about in some fashion? Uh, Veer? Veer's coming. We know when Veer's coming. Or at least we think we know when Veer's coming. They said it, but they could always change it. Because <laughs> they're even Veer changing when uh, certain matches are happening on WrestleMania. Oh, that, that did happen, which congratulations. You called it, but it didn't happen the way you thought. It happened in the reverse. They have now added another match to Saturday night. 
Still want to use that uh, gif from the Living Daylights, though. I told you. <laughs> I knew that they would switch things around because they don't care, you know. But it, what is it now? It's uh, Edge. Edge and AJ Styles on Saturday. <clears throat> now, my thought process is probably, fuck, Edge would want to work on Saturday night for. You know, like, he probably enjoys WrestleMania Sunday. My guess is they're switching it so Rollins and Cody can be on Sunday. But let's let's start there with the Raw stuff. Rollins said Raw will not start next week until he has a WrestleMania match. How do you see this going? Do you see Cody interrupting him? Do you see uh, Pierce or Sonya just being like, hey, hey, we got you a match. Just show up. Or do you see it being like Undertaker comes out? I saw that on the Mega Maniac chat. I think it was Dane that was like, this feels like it's setting up Undertaker. And I thought that's so much better for what they're doing. I'm assuming that the way that they typically do these kind of things, Rollins will start off the show in the ring and he'll sit down in a chair and he'll be like, I'm not leaving until I get a match. DeVille and Pierce will come out and say, Hey, look, we, uh, we're working on stuff or whatever. We promise you that by the end of the night, we're going to give you an answer and we're going to figure something out. Please just leave the ring. And then that way they can get along with the show, but they can tease the idea of, Oh, multiple times throughout the show, we might have an answer. You need to stay tuned for three hours, that kind of thing. But then we know that by the end of the night, you know, do you think Cody Rhodes shows up before Sunday? No. Are you still of the belief that it's not Cody Rhodes? I'm. Because, like, I guess we could talk about that. I'm 60-40. I'm I'm still thinking Cody is going to end up facing Seth Rollins. But that Undertaker pitch makes more sense to me. Isn't that crazy? It's a random dude. I mean, like, Dane is a buddy of yours, but, like. Just a random dude. Like the, yeah. fundamentally, there isn't anything that they've hinted towards. Like they haven't had like a gong go off or something like that. Right, but, but that's an easier setup than holy shit. Here's a full blown match with Cody. Because all due respect to Cody, it ain't the match with Cody. Cody is the promo where holy shit, Cody Rhodes has abandoned the company that he founded. And is now back in WWE. I think, and I I did like a whole fantasy booking in my head of like what I would do. And part of it is just because Scott Hall passed away. And I was like, you know, the, you know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here. Sounds a lot better for Cody than, hey, Cody Rhodes is here and he's just signed and he's going to have a match now. Like, imagine if you will. Cody Rhodes does the whole, yeah, I'm I'm here and I'm gonna fight you, Rollins, but I'm not here to sing the praises of WWE. I'm here because you dicked me around the first time and I haven't forgotten. And also, by the way, I brought some friends, and it's like someone else that's doing good on the indies, like Ryder. You know, you dicked him around and now he's a big star too. So we're just gonna tear this place apart and then that's a better story than what it will likely be which is cody fights rollins they have a good match and cody's just the guy on the roster yeah because i'm far more interested in what cody has to say and do rather than just seeing him in a match now i'm interested in seeing cody versus seth rollins but that wouldn't even be one of the top 10 matches I would want to see him start off with, you know, like I, the big match, of course we can't really get, which is Cody versus triple H highly doubt that that's ever going to happen. But you know, the cardiac event type of thing is going to be something that puts that in the, uh, uh, combined with everything with NXT has just changed everything. Like triple H, there's a weird possibility that Triple H might not ever be on TV again. Like, I, I don't think it would be that case, but it could happen. I mean, he hasn't popped up since. So it's like, that's all we have to go by, you know? But like, 
yeah, I'd be more interested with Cody versus Edge or Cody versus Roman Reigns or, you know, there's a variety of different Cody versus AJ Styles is a match that I care more about than the Seth Rollins match. Honestly, Cody versus Kevin Owens. Yeah, Cody Kevin. versus Kevin. Kevin Owens openly is the guy, much like Jericho said, he made the call for uh, 2.0. He also made the call to the Bucks for Cody. Hey, he's going on the Indies. Take care of him. You can tell more of a story with that than you, and have Austin beat up Rollins, who will flip and fly off of a stunner. You know, like there's just different ways to do this, and I'm not sure that they knew what they were doing. They were just like, "Hey, we have Cody, we have Austin." Now, what do we do with them? Yeah, I mean, I've said it before. I'll keep repeating it. I don't think that they've put any real thought into a lot of the matches at WrestleMania this year. I think that they really much just look at things as like, we secured a deal with Logan Paul. What can we do with him? Uh, We got a deal with Johnny Knoxville. What can we do with him? All right, well, we've got Ronda Rousey. She's secure. What can we do with her? Like, I think that that's kind of how they're looking at WrestleMania this year. So it's not so much a Seth Rollins thing as much as it's a, you know, well, we'll give them a big surprise kind of thing with Cody. It's not really a surprise if everybody knows it, but. And, but even then, <clears throat> it's like, okay, but what's the story there? Like, I'm making the joke, oh, yeah, everybody thinks it's Cody versus Seth, that it's actually going to be, they're going to put the babies in the ring. So they can go sneak off and have a nice Saturday, a good, nice, quiet Saturday night, you know, <laughs> they, like, because what, what are they fighting for? Like that to me, the weirdest thing going into this year's WrestleMania, and we'll talk way more about it next week. I'm super excited for Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. I don't think, I think that match and the Roman and Brock match are like the two matches that I'm like, all right, I'm intrigued. The rest of it is just like, cool. What's Austin doing? By the way, I think that's headlining the show on Saturday. It seems like it might be. They have it. Like if you go to Peacock, that's the graphic. I think I think Austin and Owens is headlining. And what what are Rollins and Cody going to do? I still say the smartest thing to do with Austin, if you're having this dude cut promos and talk on interviews, saying I'm getting ring ready, say. You know, man, this is nice, but I don't want to talk to you. I want to fight you in a match tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then boom, because you got social media, right? Like now everybody's going to tune in on Sunday to see Stone Cold do Austin's last match. That's what I would do. I still think they should do it. But that's like that stuff and the viewer stuff, that's all I really have to say about Raw. Like, yeah, the only other thing is that they did like uh, Omas is still teasing that he's going to do something at WrestleMania, but they haven't announced an Andre the Giant Memorial about Royal. And the rumor is that he's going to fight Bobby Lashley, which they've done zero to build up. And the only thing would be, okay, Omas goes, I've beaten everybody who's big. And then Lashley comes out and says, yeah, well, I'm the almighty Bobby Lashley and I'll beat you. And then that's like, okay, the whole build is literally just big guy versus big guy god damn it you know that kind of thing um, but i'm all right with that i'm not for, for wrestlemania these for these two i'm fine with it because we didn't know what last was doing i think that would have been the plan regardless and uh, you know I, i'm it's still too weak for me especially with all the other matches that are like that you know yeah um so there is a new report from fightful select about a big nostalgia act this is just coming in right now Plan for WrestleMania. Would you like to see who it is? Yes. Oh, shoot. This is kind of sad now. WWE had tentatively planned for the NWO to be a part of WrestleMania to some degree. This is obviously ahead of the passing of Scott Hall. And it makes sense. They are like linked with the game and all that. So I get it. But again, now it's just sad because. Now you can't have one of the three founding members. <laughs> the guy who kicked it all off, yeah. And it's weird, too, because they 
they were a great unit and it it'll always feel strange now like I don't know when's the last time you really saw Nash without seeing Paul yeah hmm that's a shame uh the other thing on Raw was that they had set up this idea that um Shayna Baszler and Natty uh, since the last time that we talked, Shayna Baszler and Natty are now in the tag team title match, and then they got a win over Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley, so that way they can look a little stronger. And Selena Vega and Carmella were fighting with each other, and then they're not fighting with each other. And this Who's is winning just, that tag match. New champions are being crowned, but it's not going to be Baszler and Natty. So it's one of those. It's either Liv for brutality, which they don't want to call them, or it's Banks and Naomi. I think Banks and Naomi gets a bigger pop, but I think realistically, Liv deserves the fucking title win. Yeah, at like, this point, why is she not at least a tag team champion? <laughs> you know? Like a lot of people can say a lot of things about Naomi deserving things, but like Naomi's also had things. Liv has been on the main roster for four years now and hasn't even gotten like a courtesy. Here's the battle royal win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like give not her even a twenty four seven title reign. <laughs> yeah, like give her something. Yeah. Again, we'll talk about it next week, but um, you know that's the TV stuff so far. NXT UK hasn't happened yet from when we were recording this. Now like we we're going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't right. think that there's anything huge that's going to happen. It's like, oh, Roderick Strong's not winning that title or something. You know. Um, don't think that's a good match for us uh, and deliver though. Could be, but then again, they're already packed. So you did mention uh, Johnny Knoxville, and I wanted to add this to the hot tags. I watched Jackass Forever last night. You did? Oh, man, I was going to try to convince you to do a watch along with that. Uh, yeah, well, Caroline and I just on a whim just decided to watch it? it last night. You know, it's not my favorite of the Jackass movies. I still think that the first one's probably the best one, but you know what you're getting with it. And it's pretty much how good did it feel to watch that, given like the state of the world where everything is deadly serious and all that? We're just watching these dudes be jackasses. Like it's quite literally exactly the same as what everything's been, where it's just sort of, you know, what Chris Pontius is going to do? He's going to have his dick out, and he's going to just kind of play that part. You know that Steve O is going to get injured you know that uh they're gonna pick on Aaron. like you know it's just, that was one that because caroline hadn't seen the other ones yet but um she was you watched the show growing up i watched it here and there it wasn't like religiously watching it but she thought it was hilarious how much they were picking on Aaron. and i'm like yeah yeah he's completely the like the butters of the group and everything uh it was weird that bam isn't in it but I guess that that was something about he had tested positive for Adderall or whatever. So they like kicked him out. Um, it's funny. It's exactly what you would imagine. A lot of the things are exactly the same as what they've done before. So if you're interested in watching the movie, watch 100% it. percent interested. I'm going to. I'm probably going to watch it on Saturday because that's my off day. But I'm 100% watching that movie this week. Definitely let me know, and anybody else as well, leave a comment what your favorite part of it was, because I don't know what if I had a, a favorite, favorite part, but I do remember laughing pretty hard at the boxer that punches Aaron in the balls. Well, that's your humor. <laughs> because it was just like, God damn, like, uh, to spoil it, um, they had apparently told him that they were going to get a lightweight boxer to test out the cup and punch him. And they get a heavyweight. <laughs> well, of course. And the first reaction that he has immediately upon seeing the guy is, that's the fucking lightweight. <laughs> <laughs> the guy dents the cup. Aww. Like, goddamn, you know. So I was telling Caroline about the butterbean thing and, and everything like about that at the time. So I recommend it if you are a fan of Jack Yes. It's not the best, but at the same time, like you said, after so much serious shit over the past couple of years, it was so fun to just kind of like put a, an hour and a half long, dumb, stupid, plotless movie on and just watch people do these stupid stunts. So 
Thumbs up on Jackass We need forever. more of that. Honestly, I think we need more of that. I want to see more of that at WrestleMania. I want them to go full on with this Anything Goes match right. and just That's- have fun. Isn't that the best thing? It's like, okay, cool. It's an Anything Goes match. Of course it is. Let's go. Like, let's. Mm-hmm. If it go. wouldn't have been, that would have been one of the chief complaints. Would have been, why did they not make this some kind of no DQ match or something? Throw everybody in the jackass cast at Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see Sami get a haluba kick on Knoxville and have Wee Man come flying in at Sami Zayn's face. Blue Thunder because, Bomb on uh, Wee Man. Yeah, like, why? <laughs> why not? Yeah. You know, like, let's just just do it as crazy as you can. Like, that's where I'm at now. You know, if you're going to have Logan Paul there, cool. If he looks great, even better. You just utilize this stuff. If you're going to do it, go all the way. That's where I'm at now. Yeah. So it gets a thumbs up from me. Um, I think I only have two more hot tags left. I mean, one of them is going to take the bulk of this, but. Well, they also, they got the trademarks. For the uh, yeah, that, that's one of them. WWE Grand Jury. Hmm. Sounds, what's, well, what is the trademark for? Uh, actually, I didn't double check that. Let me, uh, let me see if I can bring that up. I thought that it was, I mean, my gut reaction was this is probably going to be some kind of stable. Because it sounds yeah, like it would I be that kind of a name. program, but let's see. Uh, so the trademarks are really goods no, and services, wrestling exhibitions, performances, uh, via the internet, commercial online services, uh, re- providing wrestling news and information via global computer network, providing information in the fields of, huh? So it, I assume it'll be like the bump grand jury or some shit. But we'll see. I mean, they did have that show. That was the great debate. And I think it was the name of it. And it was. Um, uh, oh, God, I'm blanking on his name from from the bump. Um, no, nah, not Papola, not Matt Camp. Dennis uh, uh, T. Mack. Evan Mack. Yeah. Uh, he was wearing like the the old judicial. Wig thing, you know. So maybe they want to spin that off and instead of doing it like, okay, it's the great debate. Maybe we'll call it WWE grand jury and we'll have some kind of thing like that. My first thought was, okay, that's a stable. We are the WWE grand jury or whatever. But the fact that it's got WWE in it does kind of seem a little bit more like a show. Yeah. So I don't know. Hopefully they don't steal some from SmartCon moment. <laughs> it's split crowd. That's all. <laughs> it's just split crowd. And then they trademarked the, the grand jury name instead. Um, of course, like with anything else, if we get some kind of information about that, we'll let you know when they do eventually show whatever it is, we'll check it out. We'll review it or whatever. Today is supposed to be the debut of WWE evil, but I haven't seen it yet. You say it's supposed to be, is it not on the website? I, last time I checked, it wasn't, but then again, that's Peacock. So I don't know how that works. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. I thought last week that we were in another situation where uh, NXT UK was back to not being on at the right time. And I was just like, oh, my God, do I got to fix America again? And it was just the whole time zone thing. But, uh, yeah, I'm not seeing WWE Evil up on the site right now. Um, oh, no, actually, yeah, it is on here. We've got all the episodes available. Really? One shot. Good. One shot. Oh, wow. So Really? Yeah, Hollywood Hogan's first, then The Miz, Sasha Banks, Brothers of Destruction, Randy Orton, Stephanie McMahon, Ric Flair, and Roman Reigns is the final episode. So I'll check it out. I mean, obviously we weren't going to have that ready and watch eight episodes worth to do it on the hot tags, but maybe we'll lump that into next week's hot tags, talk about that. Maybe we'll do some kind of something or other, and maybe a bit of fan tracks or something. I don't know. We'll see. But the... Grand jury trademark is one of the only other things that I had written down. The other one for the hot tags, we will get into in a moment. But first things first, I want to shout out our sponsors for this episode, which is, of course, Manscaped. And you should know by now. But if you don't, we have a promo code going on right there. Where If you type in SMARK on the website for the coupon, you get yourself free shipping and 20% off on every single order you could possibly imagine. Whether you're buying the boxers or you're picking up some ball toner or 
checking out the shears kit or something along those lines anything that you want to order 20 percent off and free shipping so that adds up quite a bit especially if you're getting one of the package deals which i fully recommend if you want to get the most bang for your buck then get those packages and then you could try out a whole bunch of different products and then Going forward, if you want to pick up the same sort of things, get another package of that. But you can get renewal subscriptions for things like the razor blades and all. On the screen right now, you can see that there's a like this crop exfoliator and stuff. But there's also the little tiny razor. And that thing is so useful. And again, same was with everything else. They have that skin safe technology that's going on. So I've never once cut myself with a single thing from Manscaped including the bottle of the cologne that I broke the other day. I did not cut myself on that, which is not covered under the advanced skin safe technology. But, you know, I mean, you shatter glass all over the place. There's a chance that you could do that. That didn't even uh, cause a problem because it was so sturdy and thick that it just broke in like three big chunks and stuff. So every part of their products are very well made. And I'm very interested to try out this new package that they have. I haven't gotten it yet. Actually, I got an email when we started recording this. that says that there is a package that I should be able to pick up. So it might be one of those. Um, I got that. So I got the ultimate performance package. And it does come with deodorant, body spray, uh, another bottle of the shampoo and conditioner and body wash, and some lip balm. And everything smells great. I got the deodorant right here in case, you know, hot floor weather. Hot tags. Nobody huh? wants to go around smelling <laughs> hot tags. I got the deodorant right here just in case, but everything smells fantastic. It feels great. Obviously, all the products are great. Get yourself some Manscaped. Use the code SMARK. Yeah. S-M-A-R-K, 20% off of free shipping. Take advantage of why you can, everybody. Pick up a bunch of stuff. Tell us what you like in the comments below. And thank you again to Manscaped for sponsoring us. So let's move on to that final major hot tag that we have going on here, which is the AEW 2021 awards. Not ours. We already did that at the end of the year, like people should. I always thought that that's weird when it's like March and you're going, oh, what happened in 2021? At the very least, started in January, you know, but they decided to do it here, I guess, just because it's WrestleMania week and you can kind of play around with it like that, or maybe they just needed some extra time. Whatever it is, we've got a list of these like dozen or so different awards. Uh, I did not watch the actual awards show yet. Did you check it out? I didn't, but I did see a fun blooper with uh, Punk and Baker. Where Punk is, you know, getting the best on the mic award and Baker comes out and she's like, you know... It should have been me. So they cut and then Punk is like thanking her. I I guess I couldn't have done it without Britt Baker. And they try to move on to the WTF award. And Punk is just like, we can't say fuck. And Baker goes, I don't know. Can we say the word? And she goes, no, no, we have to say WTF. And he goes, well, that's stupid. Why can't we call it the what the fuck award? And she's like, we have to keep him happy. We have to keep CM Punk happy. He wants to say fuck. We have to keep him here. We have to keep him happy. Can we at least say fuck? I, I thought that that was fun because, you know, obviously to another person, CM Punk is a big star and would be like, well, blue M&Ms only, you know, kind of thing. So that was a fun little moment, but I didn't actually watch the awards ceremony. So we got, uh, let's break down, you know, the winners, the nominees, that kind of thing. Um, I don't know. I'll start arbitrarily here. High Flyer. The nominees who lost were Penta, Ray Phoenix, Riho. Surprised about that. Pack. And then the winner was Dante Martin. Uh, yeah. I mean, actually, yeah. He can find. Dude, the dude does a sunset flip while the sun's going down and they're like at the same height. Yeah. Like, like, he, he can jump. I can understand him winning. I don't know if I would necessarily pick him, but at the same time, I don't know who I would necessarily pick over him. It's kind of hard. He is it's either him or Phoenix, right? Like he is kind of uh, making a name for himself in that fashion. His tag team name is top flight after all. And, you know, despite the fact that the Lucha bros can do what they can do and everything, I certainly wouldn't have picked Riho for it. I don't even remember like anything she's done this past year. I think she had like a match or two with Baker. 
and God knows like how many other matches, but with me not watching dark, I don't remember a damn thing. So to me, Riho, I don't even know why she necessarily got nominated unless it was just sort of let's throw somebody from the women's division on here. And then really at that point, it's not like you could put like a uh, Jade Cargill on the high flyer list. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I mean, it makes sense, but there are so many different people that could have gotten this too, you know, at least nominees. So it's, it is what it is. Certainly not something to the, the, the hill to die on best Mike duel nominees were inner circle and the pinnacle parlay hangman adam page meets brian danielson inner circle calls out dan lambert Britt baker and ruby soho which i thought was overrated a lot of people went nuts over it it was i think what happened there was hey ruby gets to say something yeah you know like when does ruby ever get to say anything but the winner of course mjf and cm punk oh yeah can't call that uh, a bad decision. I mean, look at it. It's Punk and MJF. The whole point's these two can talk, you know? I do remember liking the Inner Circle stuff though, quite a bit. You were one of the only ones. Really? Yeah, because a lot of people felt like the shtick was dated. Hmm. You know? And fair, fair point. I do like that Jericho's leaning into it now. He's a sports entertainer and stuff like that. Let's see next one we're gonna go. Best tag team brawl. This best one brawl, that's such a weird yeah, category. Yeah, it that took me by surprise that that was the thing. Cause it's just like, you know, I mean, I'm used to my awards, obviously, and I'm biased, of course. I'm the one that made my awards. But to me, it's sort of like, okay, well, you know, best move of the year, best high spot of the year, that kind of thing. Best tag team brawl. Not even best brawl in that fashion, but best tag team brawl. You That's got flex though. They're just like we have so many tag teams and how great are yeah. they? <laughs> I think. Yeah. It was uh the winners were Young Bucks versus Lucha Bros in the Steel Cage. Pretty obviously. But you had Lance Archer and Minoru Suzuki against John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. You got 2.0 against Sting and Darby Allen. You got the New Year's Eve street fight between the Bunny and Penelope Ford against Taekon Chi and Anna Jay. And you got Lucha Bros against Jurassic Express in the tag team eliminator finals. So most of these things are memorable. And of course the steel cage is even more memorable. Cause that match was fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. And that's also probably a way to give that match of the year without giving it match of the year. You know, mm-hmm. cause that was a great match. Best AEW fashion moment. Again, to me, it's like I have best ring gear or best clothing attire or whatever. Best fashion moment. Uh, Chi at full gear was listed. Jakar Shida's anniversary dress. Chris Jericho as the pain maker should not be on this list at all. I hate that look. The tune squad of the super elite, which is fun, but they gave it to the Britsburg jacket from Britt Baker. I don't think I would have gone in that direction. I would have picked something with the young bucks. Yep. I think I would have too. I don't remember what I gave Probably, last year. Uh, when they did the pink at full gear and Jackson has the pink in his beard for some reason. Probably to give it to that because it's funny. So I had down as clothing and attire for last year. My my best, because of course they're not going to do the worst. Only I do that. My bests were Cody Rhodes from Double or Nothing. I believe that that was his tribute to the boys with Homelander. Pretty right. sure. Um, Jade Cargill from March 3rd. I don't remember at all what that was. I think it's just because her ring gear tends to be good uh taikon she young bucks red velvet maybe that's just because she's attractive <laughs> i don't remember and uh penta's double or nothing joker outfit which i thought was really cool so i'm surprised that that didn't at least get nominated speaking of yeah. Chi at full gear with best fashion moment though the tweet from last night <laughs> yeah oh well uh <laughs> that's her and Sammy have sex. What can you say? They're, they're, they're leaning very, so heavily into that, aren't they? They're a very young and happy couple, and they make it known. Yeah, I don't blame them. But uh, some people are all like, oh, they're insufferable now. And it's like, yeah, you fucking really? Come on. You know? How miserable do you have to be? Like, I'm single and 
we've had discussions about that, but I'm not like angry. I'm not angry for these people for being happy. Like all oh, these goddamn hot people talking about how they fuck all the how time. They're hot. You fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I'm imagining that you're doing the little uh, angry. The yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> And that's uh, where somebody says, like, what do you think of the children? You know, it's kind of, uh, best Twitter follow. Nyla sure. Rose that, right? Nyla Rose. I, I don't follow any of them on Twitter, so I don't know. But Young Bucks, MJF, Rip Baker, and Orange Cassidy were also nominated. And the only ones that I know that I've paid any attention to on Twitter is MJF. Well, actually, no. MJF about what he tweets young bucks for what they put their profile as <laughs> that they're very funny. I don't remember ever having a Nyla Rose tweet be something that caught my attention. She's very good. Like she's very snarky. She can easily hmm. snap back at people. And I get like, if you saw that great, it's my job to follow it. But even I don't really follow it. You know, like, <laughs> I, <laughs> like I am sorry. Twitter bugs me out sometimes. You know, like I hate Twitter. I hate it so much. Best moment on the mic. We've got CM Punk returns is the win, which yeah, of course as it makes be. sense. Like that moment will live forever. If AEW dies tomorrow, that moment lives forever. They had uh, Eddie Kingston is sent to punish Miro. Brian Danielson calls out Kenny Omega. Britt Baker welcomes fans to Pittsburgh. And then the other one, which I really, really liked, was MJF doing the whole mid with the Midwest thing. I still think that that was fucking hilarious. They call it, it Midwest because everything is mid. And then he's just like, you know, I started naming somebody. I forget who it was, but it was like, I don't know, like the Young Bucks, mid. <laughs> like, okay, I like this. <laughs> but CM Punk returning makes more sense. I get it. Yeah. That would have ultimately got my vote, too. Uh, biggest surprise, no surprise, Adam Cole and Brian Danielson popping up. Yeah. That was a great moment. Month of August was really cool for them. You know, it was a really cool month. And that way blows out formation of the pinnacle, Darby Allen returning as the invisible man, uh, young box turning on John Moxley, which is like, you know, we can see that coming. And Mercedes Martinez. I love Mercedes Martinez, but, you know, her appearance in AEW is not as much of a game changer as Adam Cole and Brian Danielson, one after the other. So no surprises there. Biggest WTF moment, as you uh, mentioned, you can't say what the fuck, but you got Mac Jackson with the uh, Travis Scott shoe with the tax in it, which was very like uh, every time they do tax, I'm just like, no. I, I I wouldn't no, I wouldn't even want to be a referee. Fuck that. Yeah, like Aubrey just said, she's bleeding throughout the entirety of Rampage after uh, refereeing the cage match. She refereed the tail end of it. Yeah, well, I mean that's because she's slapping her fist on top of a bunch of tacks, and it's oh like, yeah, you know, uh, I was it Bryce uh, Rimsberg was the one that uh, had done the other match recently where it was just like. You see him just kind of shaking his fist, just kind of like, ah, like there's tax in it. And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, you're slapping it. Like, it's awful. I wouldn't do that. But that was one of the losers. John Moxley and Eddie Kingston take a drive was listed as one. Uh, Page turns down the Dark Order was a WTF moment. The Long Island homecoming for MJF was, but the New Year's Eve street fight ended up winning that. Oh, my God. That, that was a great match. Do you think yeah. that uh, the bunny, maybe Penelope Ford, maybe the other ones too, but do you think that they're going to top that at any point in their careers? Or do you think that that's Probably the peak? Probably uh, might be the peak for everybody. Like, I think Ty will go on to have bigger moments, but like in terms of match, like that's going to be hard. Then hmm. you have the biggest beat down was for nominees at least go Thunder Rosa takes down Britt Baker, Brian Danielson kicks Colt Cabana's tooth out, Pinnacle takes down Inner Circle at Blood and Guts, many years send Darby Allen on a trip. That was funny. And uh, the winner was uh, the 60-minute match, Paige and Brian. I don't know if I would constitute that a biggest beatdown. Well, it was a great match. I don't know if it was a beatdown. Right. Like, like hell of a match, fantastic match. 
biggest beatdown, especially compared to the other things. That's not a beatdown. It's a match, you know? Yeah. So that's strange to me. I don't know. I don't quite understand that. Then we got the breakout star for the male and female awards, did which, uh, win for the female? uh, no Jade. scissor Bononi. <laughs> or did Jade win? Cause Jade probably won. For the women, Taikon, she was nominated. Jamie Hayter was nominated. Won. Chris Statlander was nominated. Red Velvet was nominated. And, and the Jade winner was won, Jade Cargill. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the, could you vote anybody else? She won the TBS championship. She's I undefeated. So, I think so highly of Ty, though, because I just think like, we were all just like, eh, she got, she left WWE. What are you going to do? The Tanara Kanchi. Who is she? Like, and then she just shows up and just kicks ass. So it's like, hell yeah. I want her to just have the best career. But. But Jade Cargill's a fucking star. And right. <laughs> Jade Cargill's 29 and 0 and a champion. And WWE immediately looks at her and goes, how can we get her? You know? So as much as Taikon, she has vastly improved to the point where it's like, yeah, give her a championship. She's great. That kind of thing. Cargill gets to vote. Breakout star for the men. The options were Dante Martin, Jungle Boy, Ricky Starks, Hook, and the winner was Sammy Guevara. I don't think that that necessarily makes a whole lot of sense either because Sammy Guevara was the first match on Dynamite. Yeah, like he's been there for a while. Yeah, he's been there from the start. I would put a hook. Same here. Like, maybe Dante Martin, because this year was really much like, let's start giving attention to Dante Martin. Jungle Boy's been there from the start. Ricky Starks was there in 2020, right? Uh, yes. I think so. Uh, but it's like, Hook just blew up a couple months ago. So, I mean, I get that they would give Sammy Guevara the win as far as he won championships and stuff like that. But like, so people had better years and it's like, or more breakout years. I should say that's the difference to me is yeah. The breakout star shouldn't be somebody who had been established as part of one of the major factions. And he did like, he's done so many major moments for this company already. I agree. Yeah. Wrestler of the year. Nominees were Miro, Danielson. which I do not understand. It should uh, be Danielson. Like Danielson was one of the nominations, but he uh-huh. did not win. Uh, Britt Baker was nominated. Hangman Adam Page was nominated. Darby Allen was nominated. Hikaru Shida was nominated, and the winner was Kenny Omega. Yeah, okay, that's fair. I don't think I would have put Shida, Miro, or Allen on the list. You got to put Sheeta because she was champion for a good portion of Baker. the time the company existed. Baker was, uh, I mean, she's on here, but like uh, Baker was champion longer, I think. Yeah, I think Sheeta did more with the belt. As funny as that is to say. And Miro, I mean, he had a cool, relatively short uh, run with the TNT championship, but then he just disappeared and he's been gone for months. So wrestler of the I year nominee? I don't know. Like, He's God's favorite champion. To me, that's a spot where I'd be like, maybe throw in a Jungle Boy because Jungle Boy kicks ass like twice a week, if not more. Sometimes he wrestles on Dark and Dynamite and Rampage. That kid fucking works. And every match that he has is at least decent, if not great. So I don't know why they don't have Jungle Boy on the list. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a little biased for that, but. Kenny Omega winning wrestler of the year makes sense. He was the champion. He was top dog. He was putting on some great matches. So yeah, I get it. (laughs) Yeah. So ultimately, I mean, it's not like uh, the AEW awards have any kind of bearing on our awards and our ability to pick our favorites and stuff. But it's interesting to see what happens when you get like the slammies, which we didn't get this year. We've gotten for a while. Oh, no, wait, no, we, we had it last year. Pandemic? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I remember I that. Why they didn't do it this year, which is dumb because it's so easy to do. Just get the bump people to do it and then call out a day, you know, but at least AEW has figured out a way to do theirs and uh, something else for us to talk about, especially in a week like this where there's not much going on. So um, any other thoughts on the AEW awards? Um, good concept. I hope to see them fleshed out. I don't like things being. Uh, digital exclusive, but that's I'm old, I guess. Whatever. 
I get it, because it's like, what else are you going to do with it, you know? You can put I it up on YouTube. and Slammies being a three-hour episode of Raw. I thought that that was a fun way to splice in these fun interactions. I mean, for God's sake, he used Slammies to get to Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker, too. Like, use these plot devices. That's, again, that's just... A, I'm old and cranky, and <laughs> I, I miss being young. <laughs> Like, I, I guess the there's 90s. here is that uh, 90s song by Pete. Yeah, check out the 90s thing. If I could do it the way that I would want them to do it, I would want them to have the slammy awards. As I mean, I still would rather the WWE Network be the WWE Network, but uh, I think that that makes more sense as like a special, just that they film ahead of time. But if you're gonna put it up on something like YouTube, well, it's the same thing. It's just on YouTube, you know. So I like it like this more so than for them to just pepper in some awards throughout the night on Dynamite. That's fair. There is one more hot tag I forgot to mention. And this one is about Gable Stevenson. He had won his uh, latest wrestling match and he's done. He's going to be at WrestleMania and then he deletes the tweet. So, of course, it's like you're not supposed to let that know. But of course, we knew he was going to be there. But he said recently on the MMA hour about his real name. And the quote, according to the transcription here is, I'll just be Gable, Gable Stevenson. We're going to have to have a talk with him. I mean, I don't know when I'm even going to talk to him. It could be WrestleMania. It could be somewhere else. I'm just not sure. You can't have two Gables. You can't. But right now we do. So there might have to be a little switcheroo. I don't know. But I love Chad, too. He's a cool dude. What do you think is going to end up happening with this? Because we know that WWE does play this really stupid game where they're like, let's get rid of Nikki Cross's cross name because we got Carrion Cross, so she could be Nikki A.S.H. Because we don't want two people with the name Cross. I uh, First of all, I think Gable, if they announce it, is winning the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Second of all, don't fucking go after Chad Gable's name. We already did the Shorty G shit. Don't do that to Chad. He's finally over. Like, come on. I think they're changing Chad's name. Why? <laughs> because uh, listen here, listen here, Gable. Why don't you go fight them about your brother being what the fuck's his name on NXT? Uh, Damon Kemp. Damon Kemp. Why aren't you Gable Kemp? Yeah. Well, see, the Gable Stevenson thing, I don't know anything about this guy other than what I've been cursory told. Like, he is a great amateur wrestler. That's all I know. That and what he looks like and what his name is. So I can't tell you if he could cut a promo. I can't tell you if he's going to actually be good in the ring. I don't. I can't tell you how fucking tall he is because I've never seen him standing next to somebody. He could be somebody who looks short compared to a Drew McIntyre or something, you know? But... If you're going to bank on him the way that they've been banking on him, which is like, please be the next big thing. You can tell that there's so much desperation. He has to still be Gable Stevenson. You can't just make him like Gable Williams or uh, Steve Johnson. I don't know. I would be fine with them just keeping Chad Gable the way that it is because it's like, you know, I'm not a fucking idiot. I can tell which one's which. No, but in in fairness, I do want to acknowledge there are times where it's annoying where it's like Adam and Adam and Cage and Cage and Page. Cage and Cage, Page and Page, Cage and the Page. And, yeah, there are kind of... times where it's like, I get it, you know? Yeah. And it would be annoying, I'm sure, to WWE if the fans were chanting Gable like Gable, Gable, Gable. And it's like, okay, well, are they chaining for Chad Gable or whatever? Because I mean, Gable like, why, is not a name that's, it, you know. Like the, uh, like the AEW people did where they're like, let's go, Adam. And they're like, yeah, they're chaining for Adam. You could spin it like that and just leave it alone. Or you could get Pat McAfee to do uh, when they're chanting, God, what was it? They were chanting uh, Hershey's Chocolate. And he said, uh, they're chanting, Zaya's got it. <laughs> oh, God. Zia Lee's got it or something like you know, shout, uh, shout out to Pat McAfee for trying his best there um, I do think that they're going to change Chad Gable's name I think that they're going to give him some sort of thing where because they're loving this idea of him doing the shush 
and you know i got the big brain on uh, me i'm the, you know this uh 4.0 average and all that i think that he's gonna end he's up gonna having another professor nickname chad. Hmm? he's gonna be professor chad you know what that could end up being the thing <laughs> It could be Professor Chad of Alpha Academy. Yeah. I hope it's not Professor Chad. I hope it's not. Oh my God, that's awful. You put it out there. If it happens, blame Rob. I mean, they could go worse. They could call him uh, Shushy Chad. <laughs> Chad Shush. Chad the Shush Professor. There you go. Shushman Chad. Uh, whatever it is though it is interesting that he's just sort of like i'm not changing my name which it's kind of giving me vibes of kurt angle being like well i'm not gonna be a bad guy and lose <laughs> like, you know uh, here's another one kofi king so i'm writing this article as we speak so i just want to get your thoughts on it kofi kingston just talked about e breaking his neck being the scariest moment of his career obviously he tweeted that um you know he's narrowly he avoided died. paralysis and everything he could have died and actually kofi's like yeah the doctor said if it went one millimeter in this direction it would have been a stroke and one millimeter in the other direction and he would have been dead hmm. it's like it's so sobering but then on the flip side of that he's saying i have no idea what i'm doing for wrestlemania I hope Woods is back. Yeah. What do you think they're going to do? You think they're going to add New Day and uh, was it Viking Raiders and um, Rich and <laughs> maybe they'll do Gauntlet or Tag Team Turmoil or something? No, I don't think that they're going to do anything other than Boogs and Nakamura against Usos. I think that they're going to end up doing what I mentioned before. I think Ricochet is going to team with the New Day. Against Seamus, Butch, and Bridge. Um, no. Well, how do you how do you see this going? I think that they're just gonna have like maybe Woods comes out on this episode of SmackDown from tomorrow, and maybe it's like okay, well, you know the the New Day's got Xavier Woods back and whatever, but it's still a three on two scenario because Big mm. E has been injured. Yeah. Oh my God, what are they going to do? They can't fight anybody off just uh, with the outnumbered kind of thing. And then Ricochet comes and he helps him out. And then it's like, okay, well, we got a, we got That's an ally so in Ricochet because they have set up nothing for the Intercontinental Championship. Did I, did I mention on the NXT podcast that Carmelo Hayes is smarter than 90% of the roster yep. because he knows how to book a match for himself? But see, if I were working for WWE, like if they hired me today and they said, how can you contribute to the WrestleMania card? That would be something that I would pitch because I'd be like, look, it's too late to build up an Intercontinental Championship match. But what we can do to try to maximize this, because I hate this WrestleMania SmackDown thing, and I'm hoping that they don't. Well, I'll put it this way. I'm hoping that they don't forego the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. And if the option is to do it on SmackDown or to not do it at all, I'd rather them do it on SmackDown. But I don't think it should happen on SmackDown. I think it should happen on the actual pay-per-view and it should be Omas. And I think Veer should be in it and everything. But um, I would pitch the six-man because I'd be like, look, if we just do Ridge and Butch against Woods and Kofi, why does it matter? And then you got the Intercontinental Champion not on the card. Do the six-man, make it the kickoff match, because then people won't care. It's the kickoff. And then play around with the WrestleMania SmackDown thing and have it be like, all right, Ricochet came out and he helped Woods and Kofi. And later on in the same episode of SmackDown from tomorrow, Sheamus is pissed and he's like, why are you sticking your nose in our business? I thought I was done with you. I've beaten you multiple times in this past couple of months if you want to be in this fight then you know we're gonna go on your ass too i uh, want an I, intercontinental championship yeah, match. I was gonna say, if you're gonna be in this fight then you've got to give me mm -hmm. 
And, and if, then and if you lose, then I get your Intercontinental title. And then the uh, match on SmackDown next week is Intercontinental Championship. Ricochet defense against Sheamus. If Ricochet wins, they have a six-man tag at WrestleMania. If Sheamus wins, he wins the Intercontinental Championship. If Ricochet wins, and then there you go. Yep. It's not at all what I would Except want to Sheamus do. <laughs> well, then you're not doing the match at WrestleMania. But well, you can still do the match at WrestleMania. I just think Sheamus needs to be Intercontinental Champion. I'm. I think he needs like, to win it, but maybe they come around with it after Mania or something. I don't know. You got nothing else going on. Just put, put, put the match on Mania. What do you need? What do you need a story for? You've determined that you don't need those. <laughs> like. But anyway, I don't know. those are the hot tags as far as Thursday afternoon prior to NXT UK. Maybe something crazy awesome happens in NXT UK. Maybe something happens on SmackDown or at least just during the day the news yeah yeah so if that happens you'll find out about it in some fashion uh we're not going to do any kind of like supplemental hot tags or something but you know we'll, well open we'll into a breaking news podcast if if something, if something huge happens. huge happens and you know, we'll figure something out but i don't expect that to be the case but you know we're not going to jump on for an extra podcast to talk about an extra trademark or something you know so Whatever it is, we'll uh, carry that on into the next round of discussions in the next hot tags, or we'll factor that into the breakdown of WrestleMania coming next week or something. And, you know, we still are waiting on some of that Hall of Fame news. It's going to be the week before WrestleMania. What the hell? And they still haven't bothered to announce more than three people for the Hall of Fame. Really? Yeah, I don't like it. It's really strange. It's really kind of making me feel like maybe WrestleMania just kind of they, they don't care anymore about the Hall I, of Fame. Maybe, like, <laughs> maybe they don't care with the Hall of Fame. But I wonder if the Hall of Fame was like another one of those like Triple H projects. Like, oh, we should make it a big deal and everybody gets into the Hall of Fame. Now, granted, you can say they were doing major Hall of Fame classes beforehand, but maybe they're just in that phase right now where Nobody cares about the past. Let's honor Taker and Vader and Charmel. I still think we get the Steiners, but we'll see. And, you know, we'll go from there. It's weird that a company that spends so much time and effort promoting every little stupid thing that, like, people wouldn't care about. Like, guaranteed, if, I don't know, Doja Cat, there's a name to drop, uh, tweeted out oh yeah i love watching wwe they tried to get cardi for SummerSlam. like somebody like that does that they make a big deal out of it it's like oh just see that this person tweeted out that they are a wwe fan oh my god see you should be a fan you should whatever that kind of thing and then we'll get something like next week they'll be like yeah i guess shad gaspard's in the hall of fame you know he, she did something and then it's like oh my god can you can you give this guy a shout out you know like for what he did it's, you know what we didn't talk about because I, I wrote this article too and i want to get your opinion on it titus o'neill randomly saying last week that he was not done i didn't even know that, that was the thing hmm. he's like yeah i had a knee procedure and i'm rehabbing from that and i'm like you're telling me that Titus O'Neil might just pop up as a wrestler again one day. He even said, like, yeah, we might be bringing back Titus Worldwide. I'm like, okay. Like, well, we'll see where that goes. <laughs> I don't expect much out of it, but power to him. Yeah. In any yeah. fashion, though, that is the latest episode of the Hot Tag. So we want to thank you guys for listening to it. We want you to keep the discussion going in the comments section below. Tell us what you thought about all these topics and more. And stay tuned to everything happening on SmartCatMoment.com. Just follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SmartCatMoment. Go to the website. Subscribe to this YouTube channel here. If you're listening on the audio-only platforms, hit us up with some kind of five-star rating or something on Spotify or whatever it is, you know, iTunes or uh, Amazon Music or something. I don't know, whatever you're checking us out on. But um, do the same thing for FanboysAnonymous.com. Check out everything that's happening over there. Follow me at Tony Mango and follow Rob at Dude Felice. Yeah, follow me everywhere at Dude Felice. I really do appreciate it. Um, I will eventually, maybe by the time WrestleMania is over, have more news on a website. I do plan on getting way more into, you know, the movies and the games, especially as we ramp up to E3 and 
there's just so much more I want to do just in the world in general outside of wrestling as much as wrestling is the my first love you know it's I like other things too so hopefully we'll get to see more of that throughout the year all right everybody hopefully uh we will get to see more of you in our next episode with you tuning back in we are going to run down the wrestlemania stuff next week with our pay-per-view point we're going to get into stand and deliver after that we're going to get into wrestlemania post shows after that busy busy week coming up i'm a little bit uh i'm a little bit scared every year when we come around to this point i'm always just kind of like oh man (laughs) you know what's crazy i think because i'm not into the cards as heavily i'm not as like nervous i'm just sort of like yeah it's gonna be a lot but meh i don't feel as ramped up as i did last year and the year before and the year before I'm looking at my to-do list and I'm getting that anxiety. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I've got so many articles I have to write. You will find them all all over the place. And until then, everybody, we'll see you next time. And for now, this has been another Smart Out moment and we're being counted out.